Hello and welcome to Tuck and Run, the world's number one American football game show. As always, I'm your host, Dale Tucker. Week 13 is in the books and we are three quarters of the way through the regular season with only four games left for most teams. Teams like my Detroit Lions, most likely, and the Bears, hopefully, and three teams from the NFC East, and probably two teams from the NFC West, and two teams from the AFC North, and three teams from the AFC South, and so on and so on. Granted, they did add a seventh playoff team per conference, but when you actually look at the standings, only four teams out of the Titans, Browns, Dolphins, Colts, Raiders, Ravens, and Patriots are going to make the playoffs in the AFC. That means some seriously good football teams will be left out, which is not the case in the NFC, to say the least. But either way, we only have four regular season games left. As for Tuck and Run, we will continue to bring you episodes, contestants willing, all the way through the Super Bowl, so we aren't going anywhere. On today's episode of Tuck and Run, we have two great friends and previous contestants, Sam and Captain Balls, putting their friendship aside to go head-to-head to prove who knows the most about arbitrary football stats from Week 13. Can't wait to see how this goes. So without further ado, let's start the show. All right, do either of you guys have any last-minute questions before we start this thing? Yeah, how do you play? I think you know. You played before. You haven't played as recently as yeah. Sam, but... I played it once, and I was half in the bag when I and, played it. And, and I'll I think tell... I scored the lowest amount of points nope. that had ever been scored. No, not now. Oh. Not now. Oh, not, not since then. Also, uh, you are the only one who, if I didn't replacement ref you, you actually probably would have beaten Fargo, and nobody else has come close to beating him. You're the closest that we've had to beating More- Fargo. Fargo. All right, so he's like the, the head honcho. He's, he's unbelievable. The- I think he won like 45 to nothing last game. He did? No, I think it was like 24 to nothing, but it was unbelievable. (laughs) Anyways, he's unstoppable, and you came the closest, so (laughs) – and it might be because of me that you lost, so. I think it was a 9-7 barn. Yeah, and you could have won if I didn't – well, listen, we don't need to relitigate the past, but let's just start this one. Dan, uh, we'll give you the home team because I screwed you last time. Heads or tails? Tails. Heads it is. Sam, offense or defense first? I'm going to defer, please. (laughs) So, Dan, you're on offense. First and 10 at the 20. What would you like you to do? You do got to remind me what the what – the, Potent passers, the, quarterbacks, the, running backs, receivers. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, defense, special teams, and uh, – Come on, Dan. Megatron again. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, defenders, special teams, fantasy football, punts, and Hail Mary. Right, right. Okay, so I'm picking first. Yes, you're picking first. We'll we'll, we'll do the the fantasy football. All right, fantastical football. So five, ten, twenty, thirty yards, run or pass. Uh, we'll do a ten yard run. You got it. The very first question of our week thirteen edition of Tuck and Run is, which court fantasy? And this is fantasy football. Which quarterback scored the most fantasy points in week thirteen? Was it Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr? Josh Allen or Ryan Tannehill? Derek Carr. Derek Josh Carr. Allen. All right. Well, he was A, faster and correct. Derek Carr scored. What? In the yes. Oh. Derek Carr scored 31.74 points. Controversy early. He scored 31.74 points. Josh Allen scored 30.1. So it is first oh, and 10. To- what? According to who? According to fantasy football. <laughs> 
Uh, he knew it. All right, fine, fine. Derek Carr scored the I most points. I didn't even watch football this week. That's terrible, Oh, Dan. you really set yourself up for success here, Dan. All right, first and 10 at the 30. Uh, how about the the running one, the runners? Remarkable <laughs> runners, but how many yards and yeah. what type of play? We're going to we're gonna do another 10-yard run. All right. Your question is? We're going to matriculate the ball down the field. Which running back had the most rushing yards in week 13? Was it Melvin Gordon, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, or Wayne Gallman? Wayne Gallman. Aaron Jones. Once again, two plays in a row. The person who answers first is correct. Wayne Gallman had 135 rushing yards. So, Dan, that means it is second and 20 back at the 20. So I lose 10 yards Yeah, you, you lost 10 yards because Sam got it right. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, well, we better throw it now. Okay. Is, is there a, there's a quarterback thing, right? Let's do that. Potent passes. Yeah, let's, let's try and pick up uh, 20 yards. One play, pass. 20-yard pass, no multiple choice for yeah. this. No multiple choice. Your question is, which quarterback had the most passing yards in week 13? Matt Stafford. That is correct. (laughs) Unfortunately, Dan, that is correct. That means that is a turnover 20 yards downfield. So it's almost like a a short punt. Sam, it is your ball first and 10 at Dan's 40. Let's do potent passes for five yards. Five-yard run or pass? Uh, Run, sorry. Potent passers. Your question is? Which quarterback had the highest completion percentage in week 13? Was it Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Phillip Rivers, or Mitchell Trubisky? Phil Rivers. Incorrect? No. Huh? Uh, he was incorrect, unfortunately. Phillip Rivers had uh, a 77.1, good for third highest completion percentage. Who was the first one you said? Who was the first name? I'm sorry. Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Phillip Rivers, or Mitchell Trubisky? 20 seconds, 19, 18. Let's, let's go, uh, Josh Allen. That is no, correct. He had a play would be over by now. No, no, he has 40 seconds. He had he spent 25. Josh Allen completed 80% of his passes. So, being a five-yard okay. run, it is second and five at the 35. What would you like to do? Um, let's do a 10-yard fin- fantastical football. Run or pass? Run, 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 run. run. Fantastical football. This is for you, Dan. Which running back scored the most fantasy points according to in a PPR league, not half point, total point, PPR league in week 13? Was it Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, or James Robinson? James, James Montgomery. Robinson. James Robinson is incorrect. He scored 22.8. David Montgomery is correct. He scored 27.1 points. Meaning it is now third and 15 at the 45. Yeah. All right, let's do a 15, 15 yard pass. No such thing. So 20? 20 yard pass. <laughs> you got it. Uh, let's do receivers. Radical receivers. Your question is which player had the lowest catch percentage of a, with a minimum of five targets in week 13? Uh, you did whoa. a pass. I will tell you, I would not have. Say picked... it again. Wait, whoa, whoa. Okay. Which player had the lowest? Which player had the lowest catch percentage with a minimum of at least five targets in Week 13? 
Uh, Amari Cooper? No, incorrect. 18 seconds. Um, I will tell you, I would not have picked a question. Yeah, I, was say I would not have picked a question that I didn't think you were equipped to answer based on something. Oh. Uh, It'll make sense afterwards, Sam. It's, it's the lowest complete. And that oh. is time. Just throw a name out. Lowest catch Dante percentage. Johnson? No. Sam, Sterling Shepard caught 16.67% of his passes. Don't one separate. for six targets. <laughs> one of six. That's why I said I would not have picked one that I didn't think you at least had a chance. So, that was a pass. You can tuck and run or you can punt. If you tuck and run, you need to answer five correctly. Or you tuck and run. You have to answer five correctly to get a touchdown. You answer two correctly, you get a first down. Let's tuck and run. All right. Your question is? Do I participate in tuck and run? So, yes. Is just the no, no, no. It's both of you. You can take away potential okay. answers. So, any of them that you answer correctly, you take away from him. Right. All right. Your question is, name the top seven quarterbacks in passing touchdowns in week 13. I will remind you, once one of you answers correctly, you can no longer guess. So, the top seven. Go? No, not yet. The top seven quarterbacks in pass touchdowns in week 13. Go. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Sam said it first, so he gets a 10. Oh, that's crap. He said it first. Uh, Josh Allen. 20 yards. Baker um, Mayfield. Yep, that's correct. He took one. Uh, he, you can't answer that, but he didn't take – you don't lose yards. You just can't gain the yards. Matt, Matthew Stafford. 30 yards. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Incorrect. Kirk Cousins. That is correct, but he's done. He only gained – he gained 30 yards, so you can't oh. – Oh, so okay. the answer in order is Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Mullins, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Kirk Cousins. So you gained 30 yards, so ooh, I hate 10, 20, 30. Ooh, first and, first and 10 at the 15. What would you like to do, Sam? You're 15 yards away from the end zone. Uh, 15 yard run. Again, no, no such thing as a 15 yard. So 20? <laughs> 20? Uh, no. Yeah, let's do a 20 yard run. Um, Potent passes. All right. Please. You sound very confident. Which quarterback had the lowest completed completion probability on a single completed pass in week 13? So this is AWS, next gen stats. This quarterback had the lowest expected. His, this, it was a completed pass with the lowest completion probability in week 13. Was it Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, or Mike Glennon? Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts. Both of you are incorrect. Lamar Jackson had a 22 point. Yeah, 22. Yeah, I saw that one. So Lamar Jackson had a 22.9% chance to complete his pass. Jalen Hurts had a 23.7% chance. Mike Wolfpack Glennon had a 16.5% chance on some throw that he th- he made in week 13, and it was completed. So it is second and 10 at the 15. No harm, no foul. All right. Um, what, uh, what categories again? Sorry. Cor- pot- potent passers, remarkable yeah. runners, radical receivers, dauntless defenders, spectacular special teams, and fantastical football. Let's go Dauntless Defenders. Uh, let's do a 10-yard run, please. Dauntless Defenders. Your question is, which player had the most sacks in Week 13? Was it Justin Houston, Leonard Williams, Kyle Van Noy, or Cleland Farrell? Leonard Kyle Williams. Van Noy. 
if you Kyle are. Van Noy. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. Kyle Van Noy is correct. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Leonard Williams had two and a half sacks. Kyle Van Noy had three. Justin Houston also had three. There were two correct answers, and you got it wrong nonetheless, Sam. So, ooh, that was a 10-yard run. It is now yeah. third and 20 at the 25. What would you like to do? All right. Monica, uh, let's do a uh, – let's do a um, third and 20, you said? Yeah, third and 20 at the 25. So third, let's do a 20-yard pass, radical receivers. Your question is, which player had the highest average separation in week 13? Oh. I know. This is a tough one to ask <laughs> on a pass. Oh, I – he oh. – he it's, plays for the Cardinals, right? No. No yeah, hints, he but he does not play for the Cardinals. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he, I know he plays for a team that's a red team. That's all I know. Um, no hints. He's like a no-name is it, is it, is it hol- It's a tight end. I'll give you that hint. You have both no, of no, these. It's, it's a tight end. Highest average separation, 5.2 yards per play on average. Darren Waller? Incorrect. Five, four. Dan, you want to take a shot in the dark? You'll never get it. It's the is it the backup Baltimore tight end? No, no. It's Gerald Everett, uh, the Rams tight end. Yeah, I would have never gotten. Gerald that. Everett had five point two yards. Actually, it was there were two. Greg Ward, the receiver on the Eagles, also had five point two yards. Either way, it is fourth and twenty from the twenty-five. Would you like to attempt a field goal? You would need to answer four correctly, or you could go for it. It's whatever. Yeah, let's field goal it. All right, just remember he can take them away from you. So a field goal. You need to answer four correctly. No, yes, 25, 35, yeah, four correctly. So if Dan takes says four of them correctly, you can't get it basically. You have to say four correct before he says four correct because there's seven options. Actually, there's eight on this one. Name the top seven running backs in rush attempts, attempts in week 13. Rush attempts, running backs. Yes, James Robinson, Wayne Goldman. Incorrect, Sam. James Robinson is correct. The correct answer in order is Dalvin Cook, Ty Johnson, Miles Gaskin, Cam Akers, Ezekiel Elliott, James Robinson, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary and Nick Chubb. So no field goal and a turnover on downs. It is now first and ten at the twenty-five. First and ten at the twenty-five. It's a good defensive game right now. What would you like to do? There are two minutes and 40 seconds until the one-minute warning. It's me, right? Yes, it's you, Dan. Oh, I lost you for a second. Just bear with you. You'll come back. There you are. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's go for a, a fantasy, fantastical football. We're going to do a 10-yard run. <laughs> 10-yard run, fantastical football. I will remind you there are only so many questions for each week. There are still uh, three more, it looks like. Oh, whose fault is that? No, no, I only make I only make <laughs> I only make five questions each week. So some of these you'll go into the last week's questions, some of them week eleven. Which wide receiver scored the most fantasy points in week thirteen? You did a run. Is it Justin Jefferson, Corey Davis, Cole Beasley, or Devontae? Corey Davis. No, you can't that is false start on I, the offense. <laughs> that is oh, that is a false start on the offense. It is a fa- it is second it is first and fifteen at the twenty. Now uh, I will replay Can I ask another fantastical question or are you out of them now? No 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 no. This you're still gonna have a chance to answer because I didn't say you were correct. 
Which uh, wide okay. receiver scored the most points in week 13? Cole Beasley, Devontae Adams, Corey Davis, or Justin Jefferson? Corey, Corey Davis. Corey. I think Sam said it first. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he said it first, but in the spirit of fairness, I will give you another question. Your question. Oh, come on. I no, because he no. did. He did say it. He did say it. All right. What's? Then just give me the yards. No, 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 no. You you got it wrong, and then you let him set you up. You should have said it. So, which tight end scored the second most points in Week 13? Logan Thomas, Travis Kelsey, Mike Jacecki, or Dan Arnold? Travis Kelsey. That is correct. Travis Kelsey. So it is second and five. Second and – well, it was second most because the first was Darren Waller. Second and five at the 30. What would you like to do? Uh, second – what do we got for time? Uh, uh, 30 seconds until the one-minute warning. Oh, uh, and one-minute warning. All right, let's go for a uh, – let's go for a 10-yard pass. Uh, uh, and we'll go with we'll, – we'll go with quarterbacks. Potent passers. Which quarterback had the highest passer rating in week 13? And it was very high. It's Josh Allen. Had the highest pass rating. Josh Allen is incorrect. Josh Allen had the second highest. No, man. Josh Allen was one. That is the one-minute warning. Josh Allen had a 139.1 passer rating. Somebody had a higher passer rating. Is it Rogers? Rogers, is that that your answer? It has to be. Oh, I I already said Josh Allen. Oh, you both did? Okay, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So Baker Mayfield had 147 passer rating. Oh, word. And Rogers was third, 128. But that is the one-minute warning. So there's 60 seconds left in the game. It is third and five at the 30. All right, well, let's, let's just pick it up. So let's go. Well, you could tuck and run, run if you wanted to. On third down? No, it would have been second. You, we... could, you can tuck and run on that last play if you want. It would still be second. Would you like to tuck no, and we'll run? No, we'll just pick up the first down. We'll, right. we'll do a, 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 a five-yard run uh, with running backs. All right. Your question is, which running back saw the highest percentage of eight-man boxes in week 13? Cam Akers, Wayne Gallman, Dalvin Cook, or Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Incorrect. Fifty oh, percent of Kareem Hunt's snaps were against eight-man boxes. Dan. So he got it right. No, he got it incorrect. Oh, he did. Uh, so the other three are Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, and who? Gallman. Wayne Gallman. Uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. Incorrect. Dalvin Cook saw fifty-three percent of his carries were against eight-man boxes. Wayne Gallman, Sam. Yeah. You should just guess Giants. Yes, Seattle, no, but Seattle defense. That's what they played too. 75% uh, of his snaps were against eight-man boxes, and he still racked up the most rushing yards in week 13. So that is incredibly impressive for, by him. Three-quarters of his snaps. Who? We need to take one, huh? Yeah. Oh, both of the same one. thing in a different way. All right, there are 35 seconds. It is fourth and five. I, I got a punt. Let's punt. You want a punt? Okay. Yeah. Now, on a punt, Sam, you don't answer until after he answers because you can get return yards. But there are only 35 seconds left, so he can technically run it all the way out. Name the top seven players in receiving yards in week 13. Um, Justin Jefferson. 
Seventh most, yep. Uh, oh, this is just me doing it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Corey Davis. Second most. Uh, uh, receiving yards. Uh, uh, Stephen Diggs. Incorrect, Sam. You want? Do you have any? What you can say? Yeah, down. All right, ten yard return. Uh, all right, that is the half. You could. You know what's funny? You could have got a touchdown if you said them all quickly, but that's the half. So defensive struggle. It is zero zero going into halftime, and we will be right back after this. We are back with Wednesday Night Linebacker, where week 14 has some interesting matchups. Dan, you've only played this game once, and you have a grand total of $78, meaning you only lost $22 your first week. Sam, you have also only played it once. You are down $14. You've made 86 So right now, technically, Sam, you are beating Dan. We won't talk about me. I'm down like 100 something dollars. Anyways... Week 14, our first game, sees the New England Patriots going to Los Angeles to play the Rams, where the Rams are five-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is set at 45-and-a-half points. Now, like I was just saying to you guys, you can bet on the over and the under, or you can bet on a side. It's up to you. Sam, where are you going to put your – who you like and where are you going to put your money? Um, so, again, it's like a high-anticipated rematch of Super Bowl 53, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not the same Patriots team that was in Super Bowl 53 – and this Rams team has gotten better, if you ask me. My money's on the Rams. I'm putting. I'm, let's put four on the Rams. Four dollars, Dan. You would never bet on the Patriots. I mean, <laughs> if it was a surefire lock, you wouldn't bet on the Patriots. So, just to be a dick, I'll bet on the Patriots. How much are you gonna put? On, uh, how much are you betting on them? Uh, of uh, my seventy-eight dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have a hundred. You have 100. So, like I said, I you can okay. bet six on every right. game and 10 on one, or you can break it up as you go. You can bet a dollar. You can make, bet whatever you want. Let's make it simple. Six on every game. So, six. But then you have to pick one game where you spend 10. Oh, of course. It gets hard at the end. Okay. So, $6 on the Patriots. All right. $6. $6 on the Patriots. All right. I'm taking the Patriots as well. Yes. I'll take the Patriots in the points. I think the Rams probably will win, but five and a half will be closer than that. But I'm only going to put a dollar on it because I don't feel confident. Our next game, our first Sunday afternoon game, sees the Houston Texans going into Chicago to play the Bears, where the Bears are one-and-a-half-point underdogs, and the over-under is 44-and-a-half. Dan, do you want to take a side? Do you want to bet the over-under? What are you going to do? You said Sam or Dan? Dan. I might have said I, – Dan. I, it's supposed to be you. It's the, uh, the over-under? It's is what, 44-and-a-half? 44-and-a-half Bears-Texans. I'm a, uh, I'll bet the I'll bet the under. How much? Six dollars. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna bet the under as well, but I'm only gonna put a dollar on it. Sam, taking a no, side. I'm betting, the, I'm betting the under as well. Forty-four is it? 44.5 is the under. Yeah. Uh, four. Yeah, forty-four and a half points. So. Uh yeah, so definitely I'm gonna go with the under, and I'm going 
to place a $2 bet. $2. So you spent 6 so far. Where is that game? Is it in Chicago or is it in Houston? It's in Chicago, outside. I feel very confident. I'm betting the under as well, but I'm only going to put $1. Our next game sees the Dallas Cowboys going into Cincinnati, where probably for the first time this year, the Cowboys are favored by 3.5 points. And the over-under is 42.5. Sam, who do you like and where are you putting your money? It's Cowboys and who? The Cowboys versus the Bengals. Cowboys are three and a half point favorites. Oh, yeah. Forty-two and a half over under. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with that. I'll take the Cowboys on three and a half points, and I'll put ten. Ten dollars on the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Dan. And the Dolphins versus the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that is true, and it's only three and a half points. Uh, Dan. It's it's the Andy Dalton revenge game. I gotta go with Andy Dalton. How much? Six. Six. All right. I'm gonna take Dallas as well and put five dollars on it. Our next game sees the Kansas City Chiefs traveling into Miami to play the Dolphins, where the Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Who do you like in this, Dan? What's the over/under? Oh, I'm sorry. The over/under is forty-nine and a half. <laughs> I think I'll bet the over. Miami's out of good wow. defense, though. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Uh, you're gonna bet I'm the over. The How much? Six dollars on the over. Yeah, this is gonna be a game. Like this is, this is gonna be a game. Six dollars on the over. Yes, sir. Sam, you're gonna bet the under. How much? Wait, they're playing in Miami. In Miami, seven point favorites. Over under is forty nine and a half. So it have to be. 49. I mean, look at uh, the, uh, the the Dolphins. I've play, been playing well. We can't deny that. But it's they can't. I don't think they can handle with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I am going to bet. Um, I'm betting the under. And I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put fourteen dollars in that. Fourteen. All right, big spender. I am gonna bet just the Chiefs straight up to win, and I'm gonna put ten dollars on it. The Dolphins have been playing good, but I, I'll take the Chiefs in seven points. I think they win by ten. Now our next game sees the Arizona Cardinals going into New York to play the Giants, where the Cardinals are two and a half point favorites, and the over/under is set at forty-five. Sam, where are you putting your money? What was it again? I'm sorry. Cardinals Giants. Cardinals favored by two and a half. I'm going, I'm going going Giants straight up win. Hopefully can stay on this momentum. Um, Giants for the win. I just put down 14. You just put 14, 24, 20. Uh, you're at $30 so far. Uh, okay, let's do let's do 10. 10 on, 10 on Giants. 10. Dan, Giants, Cardinals, over, under. What are you betting? That game's in New York, right? Yeah, it's in New York. Cardinals I'm going to are- take the – I'm going to take the the Giants. The, the Cardinals have been bad the last three weeks, and they're historically bad when they got to go 3,000 miles to play a game, i.e. the Patriots game a few weeks ago. So I'm going the Giants. $6 on the Giants. I'm going to bet $5 on the under because the Giants' defense is for real, and I don't trust Eric, I don't trust Kyler outside in New York across country. Our Dale, next- do you remember the, the last time we did this? I spent the whole time, my, the whole slot talking about the Giants game, shitting all over Joe Judge. Yeah. He's making me look bad. He's, he's making me doing a pretty decent job. He's making me look bad too because I thought he was for sure a terrible coach, and he's actually been a very good coach. I've, I've been pleasantly surprised. Special teams coaches who become head coaches are sneaky good. I mean, I hate John Harbaugh, but, but I can't coach. take away from the fact that he's a good coach. He's a great coach. I agree. So our next game sees the Minnesota Vikings going into Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers, where the Buccaneers are six point six and a half point favorites, and the over/under is set at fifty-two and a half, which, believe it or not, is not the highest over/under of the week. Who do you like in this, Dan? Vikings. 
they're hot as hell right now, and the Bucks are the complete opposite. So yeah, and plus you get the points. How much? Six dollars? Please. All right, Sam. Uh, is this a, is this a Monday night game? No, no, no. We're going in order. These this is all one o'clock games still. Oh, it's all one o'clock games. I uh, I mean Bucks off a of bye. Tom Brady's gonna be ready. I, I'm I'm going with Tom Tom Bay. And how much? Tom Bay. Straight up win. Uh let's put let's play safe. Put eight. Eight dollars. Uh looking at this. Uh I don't really have a strong feeling. So I'm gonna take the Vikings and I'm gonna just put a dollar on it. Our next game sees the Denver Broncos going into Carolina to play the Panthers, where the Panthers are three and a half point favorites and the over under is forty six and a half. Sam, who do you like? Some reason I I, I like I'm I'm really liking Denver in this game. Denver, I'm liking Denver. Yeah, oh, I'm so you're Denver. the one. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the over and under? I'm sorry. Denver forty six and a half. That's the over and under forty six and a half. Denver's got a real good defense, and the Panthers' defense has been playing well. I'm, 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 you know what? I will go. Over. I'll, I'll take the over. I'll take the over in that game. You like Denver, yeah. but you're going to bet the over. Got it? How much? Let's go. Because um, they almost beat KC. They almost they were up there with KC. Divisional game, but yeah, they did. Uh, all right, so um, let's do five bucks. Five bucks over Denver. All right, Dan. Dale, I'm going to bet the under. You got and I'm going to use this as my $10 bet. You know what, Dan? I totally agree with you. I did the exact same bet. Under $10 because these are two pretty good defenses and not great offenses, especially if the Panthers are missing all their receivers and – Vic Fangio. And, and I feel like Drew Locke played half decent last week. He ain't stringing two good ones in a row. No, I would take. I do think the Panthers will win, but I'll just bet the. I'll just bet the under just to be safe. Our last one o'clock game sees the Tennessee Titans after, coming off an ass whooping, going into Jacksonville, where the Titans are seven point favorites because I guess they didn't watch last week's game. The Jags are seven point underdogs, and the over under is fifty three and a half. Dan. <laughs> 53 and a half. 53 and a half. No defense in this game. Also, but I will say, also not the highest over-under of the week. <laughs> so, Dan, who do you like and where are you going to put your money? Uh, this is the Jags and the... Uh, uh, the Titans uh, going into Jacksonville to play the, the division foe. The Titans are favored by over seven. Over-under is 53 and a half? Yeah. 53. I'll, I'll bet the under again. $6 on the under. Sam? Yeah, I'm definitely betting the under... Taking the Titans. Um, well, well, you're going to bet the Titans or you're going to bet the under? <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's bet the under. All right, how much? Um, three, three bucks. Three bucks. I hope you're keeping track because I am not. Uh, I would normally pick the Titans. You know what? No, heck, the heck with it. I'm taking Tennessee. They got This is a divisional game. I don't trust the over-under because these guys, this might be like a 20-17 to 17 type game. I would probably bet the under as well. But I'll take the Titans. I don't know. And I'll put $5 on them. So that's it for our 1 o'clock games. Moving on to our afternoon games, we have the Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to play the Lions, where the Packers are 7.5-point favorites. And this is the biggest over of the week, 55.5 points. Sam, who do you like? I hate the Packers. I'm sorry. Packers. No, that's all right. Green Bay, you gotta, you're mm-hmm. trying to win money here. And let's put 6 $6 on it. Dan? Yeah, Packers. Packers. I had six dollars. I am going to take the over because I like to see points. So I'll take fifty-five and a half. You're telling me I'm starting Rodgers and Jones. I want to see points too. Ooh, fifty-five and a half is a lot of points. Fifty-six. How do you get there? Thirty, twenty-eight. 
Is that that makes it all right? Got it. I'll take the over and I'll put ten dollars on it. So for our second for our second afternoon game, we have the Indianapolis Colts going to Las Vegas, where this was a I was a little interested in this one. The Colts are two and a half point favorites, and the over under is set at fifty one and a half. Dan, who do you like and where you want to put your money? Uh, at fifty one and a half. Uh, this is the Colts and who again? The Raiders. In the Las, in oh, Las right, Vegas. Right, right. No, I think this is going to be. Uh, I think this is one of those weird games where Derek, Carr, like last week, where Derek Carr is going to put up. It's going to be a shootout. I'll take the over. It's be a shootout. The over and six dollars, Sam. Same. Put me in, lock me in the same thing. Over six. I am going to take Las Vegas and put five dollars on them because I'll take. I don't know how. I mean, I know the Colts are good, but it's in Las Vegas. The Raiders got to keep. Whatever. I'll take the Raiders and I'll take six five dollars on them. Our next game is the New York Jets traveling across country to the Seahawks, where biggest biggest uh, side of the week, the biggest line of the week, the Seahawks are 13-point favorites, and the over-under is set at 45-and-a-half. Who do you like in this, Sam? Seattle. No brand Seattle. You know what? How much, how much have I spent so far? I don't know. 6, 12, 17, 20, 28, 38, 48. Uh, 54, 6, 54, 68. So you got $32 left. Uh, let's go, let's go, uh, let's go 12 bucks on Seattle. $12. Dan? Uh, Seattle and the Jets? Yes, yeah. It's 13 points though, just so we're clear. Seattle? That's fine, that's fine. All right, and $6. All right, I will bet... I'll bet the over. 45 is not a lot. I'll bet the over, and I'll bet $5 on it. So our next game has the New Orleans Saints traveling to Philadelphia, where the Saints are seven-point favorites, and the over-under is 45-and-a-half. Dan? I will take the Saints. (laughs) The Saints and $6. Sam? 45-and-a-half. Yeah. I think it's going to be – No, 44-and-a-half. 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 I think it's going to be one of those weird games where – the rookie is just gonna put on a show. He's gonna try. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna hang with the Saints. So I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. Yeah. With two bucks. Two dollars. Very confident. I'm gonna take the over, and I'm putting ten dollars on it. I haven't figured out my math. I might have to adjust this, but I'm not gonna change what I'm betting on. The over, ten dollars. The next game, our penultimate four o'clock game, sees the Falcons going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers, where the Falcons. What a weird, what an interesting matchup. The Falcons versus the Chargers. Two and a half point favorites, Atlanta. Over under 47 and a half. Ooh, I'm taking the over. Who do you like in this, Sam? I like the Dirty Birds. Atlanta, and how much? Uh, Dirty Birds, let's go for five. You'll have $13 left after this. Dan, Atlanta, Los Angeles Chargers? I'm going to take the over, Dale. Yes, that's smart. And $6? I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to do $5 on it. Dan, side note, Dan, where are you right now? I'm in Stop and Shop. <laughs> He's in Stop and Shop. All right, we're moving on. We have the Washington football team traveling across country to San Francisco. Ooh, no, traveling to Arizona to play the 49ers, where the 49ers are three-point favorites in Glendale, with the over-under being 43-and-a-half. Wait, so, the, so Washington is traveling to – Arizona, Arizona to play the 49ers, yes. yep. <laughs> because Santa Clara shut down sports. So the Niners are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 43-and-a-half. Mm. 
Alex Smith revenge game. Sam, who do you like? I don't think Alex Smith is gonna. I, I, I like. I'm taking. I'm taking the uh, 49ers. 49ers. And huh? Yeah, go ahead. 49ers. I had. I put three dollars in the 49ers. Yeah, because that leaves you with ten. All right, Dan. Washington football team, 49ers. Much like my own fantasy team, it's gonna hurt with not without having Antonio Gibson. I'm gonna take the Niners. Oh yeah, they don't have Antonio Gibson. Six dollars on the Niners. Forty-three and a half. That's so low. I gotta take the over. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna put uh, one, two, three. I'll put a dollar on it because I don't feel confident. Two games left. Sunday night football sees the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is a this is a very interesting line. The Pittsburgh Steelers going into the Bills. Who would you guys think is favored and by how many? Steelers by seventeen. Seventeen against the Bills. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you, think the, do you think the Steelers are favored by 17 points? Nobody's favored by 17. The, the Jets aren't even favored. All right, fine. So favored by four. Okay. Uh, Steelers by four. Dan, what is your guess? Uh, three. Three. Steelers? Yes. Okay, so that should make this bet very easy for you. The Bills are favored by two and a half points. Oh, there you go. So you're both yeah, – so. I imagine you're both going to take Pittsburgh? No, I'll take the – Oh, really? Because you just said there's 17 points worse. I, I, I you told me to guess. Yeah, <laughs> an educated <laughs> guess. Dan, Dan, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. $6. Sam? Bills. Bills, five. five. And then you have five for the last one. 45 and a half is the over-under. Two pretty good defenses. That's a low amount of points, though. I'm going to take the Steelers. Please stand the on your <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm gonna put $1 on the Steelers and make sure you stand your stop and shop card. Our last game of week 14, Monday night, sees the Baltimore Ravens going into Cleveland, where the Ravens are one point to favorites, essentially a pick'em, and the over under is 46 and a half. Who are you taking, Sam? I'll take the I'll take the over. The over and five dollars. Yeah. Dan. What game is this? I'm buying cheese. Ravens Browns in Cleveland. <laughs> Ravens one point favorite. Forty six and a half over under. Oh, it's the uh, the night game, right? Um, I'm gonna take the, the uh, actually I'm gonna take the Browns. Six dollars on the Browns, and I will put the rest of my money on the Ravens. Whatever that is, I'll work it out afterwards. And that is it for week 14 of Tuck and Run. We'll see how you guys all do. Like I said, as of right now, Sam, you're in the lead. This segment is sponsored by Stop and Shop. This segment is sponsored by Stop and Shop. Uh, We will be right back after this with the second half of Tuck and Run. We are back with the second half of Tuck and Run, where the score is, of course, 0-0. Sam, it is your ball, yep. first and 10 at the 20. What would you like to do? Uh, let's do a uh, uh, five-yard run, radical receivers. I don't know. Have we even picked one of these yet? Oh, look at this. <laughs> 
Tuck and run performance of the week. This is, whoever answers this correctly, a touchdown for them. So I will give you the stat line of this player. You are not going to get multiple choice despite the fact that it was multiple choice because it is the performance of the week for a touchdown. This player, Dan, you can hear me? I'm with you. Say it again. <laughs> this is the tuck and run performance of the week. If you answer this, if I will give you this player's stat lines, you tell me who it is. Whoever answers first correctly gets a touchdown. This player had 13 receptions, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Sam said it first. Sam said it correctly. He it did is, not. <laughs> he sure did. You can check the tape. It is seven to nothing. Good job, Sam. Very first play touchdown. Let's go. Horseshit. How could <laughs> mouth? How could anybody <laughs> top Darren Waller's performance of Week 13? Had to be the tuck and run performance week. So Dan, first and ten at the 20. What would you like to do? Uh, let's go for a 10 yard run. run uh, uh, so what did I, I got receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, defenders, football defenders, uh, and yeah, special teams. Yeah, the hell with it. Let's do, let's do a defender one. All right. Which player had the most interceptions in week 13? Joe Schobert, Troy Hill, Tyron Matthew, or Cam Dantzler? Troy Hill. Troy Hill is incorrect. Okay. Balls. What were the, the options? Tyron Matthew, Joe Schobert, Troy Hill, Cam Dantzler. Let's go, let's go with the first guy. Who is the first guy? Yeah. Joe Schobert. Incorrect. The first guy was actually Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. You didn't say Tyron Matthew. I sure first. did. I sure you did. Didn't start. I said him first the second time. Joe Schobert is incorrect. Tyron Matthew is correct. He had two. The honey badger. So it is second and ten at the twenty. Dan, what would you like to do? Uh, let's do another ten. Uh, no, let's do a five-yard run, or yeah, five-yard run, and uh, we'll do special teams. Why not? All right. Your question it's, is: I have, a, I have a sneaking suspicion I know the answer already. Which kicker made the longest oh. field goal in Week Thirteen? Which kicker made the longest field goal in Week Thirteen? Brandon McManus, Kaimi Fairbairn. Jake Elliott or Young Hoo Koo? Kaimi Fairbear? Is incorrect. Tied for second. Well, I'm going with my boy Young Hoo Foo. Young Hoo Koo is correct. Brandon McMahon, he tied with Brandon McManus. There were two correct answers, and somehow you still got it wrong, Dan. Young Hoo Koo kicked a 53-yard field goal. That was a five-yard run, so it is third and 15 at the 15. Can I go for one of those 15-yard passes that Sam's so hot on? <laughs> you can go for a 20-yard pass. Sure. A pass or a 20-yard pass, fantastical football. All right. Let's see if there's any more questions. This is the last – oh, two more. There are two more questions. Which defense slash special teams scored the most points in week 13? The Patriots. What did you say, Dan? I didn't say anything. Okay, well, the Patriots are correct. The Patriots scored 29 points. That means that is a turnover at the... Wasn't, wasn't that a fantastical football question? Yeah, it's what defense special teams, DST, uh, scored the most fantasy points in week 13. The Patriots yeah, defense. Uh, so it is okay. first and 10 at the... Ooh, at the 35. <sighs> first and 10 at Dan's 35. Sam, what would you like to do? Let's go 10-yard past special teams. 
I appreciate that, you guys, because this is the one I have the most questions logged in here. Which punter attempted the most punts in week 13? If you say the team name, I'll give you credit for that. I'll tell you his name. So if you say the team or the punter's name. Which team? The Chargers, the Chargers guy. Incorrect. Not even in top four. Um, let's, go, let's go with uh, the Cowboys. Also incorrect, not in the top four. The correct answer is Britton Colquitt, the Minnesota Vikings punter, and Tressway, the Washington football team punter, both punted seven times in week 13. So, Dan, you're still good. It is second and 10 at Dan's 35 for you, Sam. What would you like to do? Um, whew, let's go. Uh, let's go defense. Uh, five, 10 yard run. 10 yard run out of defense. All right. Your question is Which player had the most solo tackles in week 13? Jason Verrett, Kenneth Murray Jr., Jesse Bates, or Buddha Baker? Buddha Baker. Say your names again. Jason Verrett, Kenneth Murray Jr., Jesse Bates, or Buddha Baker? Buddha Baker is Buddha Baker is incorrect. Ken, Ken, Kenneth Murray Jr. That is correct. Kenneth Murray Jr. had twelve solo tackles. Buddha Baker had ten. So it is now first and ten at the twenty-five, almost in the red zone. What would you like to do? Who does Buddha Baker play for? Uh, the Cardinals. He's the Cardinals safety. The better question is, who does Kenneth Murray Jr. play for? I was gonna say Rams, right? No, Kenneth Murray Jr. is the Chargers rookie first-round oh, linebacker. Oh, LA. So you got them. lucky on that one, Sam. <laughs> I'm studying. <laughs> All and right. Sun, sun, sunshine's on a pig's ass once a day. So. <laughs> twice, twice, maybe. Uh, first and 10 at the 25, Sam. Uh, all right, let's go 20-yard run. Potent passes. Your question is, which quarterback threw the highest percentage of aggressive throws in week 13? I will remind you, aggressive throws measures how far the defender is what a yard or less from the intended receiver at the time of the throw. So which quarterback threw the highest percentage of aggressive throws in week 13? Was this a run or a pass? It was a run. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was it Colt McCoy, Carson Wentz, Mike Glennon, or Justin Herbert? Mike Glennon. Oh. Mike Glennon. All right. Let's go Colt McCoy. Both of you are incorrect. The correct answer is Carson Wentz, who 33 point. He didn't even play the whole game. And he was still the highest percentage of aggressive throws in week 13, probably why he was benched, because he 33, a third of his passes were considered aggressive. So it is second and 10 at the 25. Sam? Second and 10, 25. All right, let's go. Uh, another 20 yard play. Um,. Radical receivers, run. I mean, yeah, run. All right. Your question is, which player had the most unexpected yards after catch of a single on a single reception in week 13? So, in other words, this player had the most unexpected yak according to Amazon Web Services. Was it James Washington? I, I, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't even really know what that stat means, but okay. Oh, so Amazon Web Services – they, analytics will look at a play and say, you should get X amount of yards after the catch, and this player got significantly more than what they were anticipated to get. So it's just who had the most on a single reception. So okay. 
So you catch a ball and the safety's over the top and the, the corner's behind you. You're predicted to get five yards. You go 100 yards. That's a, so that's, that would be you got 95 yards over your uh, expected. So right. James Washington, Tyler Boyd, Darren Waller, or my boy Cam Sims? Cam Sims. Is incorrect. He gained 31 yards after catch and when he was expected to gain 10. Say the names again. James Washington, Tyler Boyd, yeah. Darren Waller. Let's go to James Washington. That is incorrect. He had the second most. He was anticipated. Tyler Boyd, is it? Yes. He was expected to get – James Washington was expected to get 10 yards, and he got 43. Tyler Boyd on one of his plays – He did it all in one play, didn't it? Yeah. Tyler Boyd in one play was expected to get three yards after the catch. He ended up with 72 yards after the catch, which is probably the, will be the highest of the season by the end. He had an extra 69 yards that were unanticipated, all Tyler Boyd. So that was a run. It is third and 10 at the 25. All right. Uh, let's, let's pass it. 10, ten yards. Third and, third and what? Third and 10. At the 25. Yeah, so 10 yards pass. Um, fantasy. This is the last fantasy football question, period. Which kicker scored the most fantasy points in week 13? Dustin Hopkins. That is incorrect. Dan? What? Dustin Hopkins was not even in the top four. Oh, that has to be young fool. Uh, you, uh, Why would you give yeah, him a, Is okay, that what you want to go with? Yeah, yeah. That is also incorrect. Young Huku scored 12 fantasy points. Somebody scored significant. Well, somebody scored a little bit more. That person is Harrison Butker of the Kansas City Chiefs. Scored 16 fantasy points. You can tuck it, Sam. You can tuck and yeah. run, or you can kick a field right. goal. That's, that's what I wanted. I just wanted to. Do. I wanted to tuck and run. Okay. Your question is, and Dan, remember, you can take potential yards away from him by answering correctly before he does. Name the top seven defenses in most points allowed. So I need the top seven defenses who allowed the most points in week 13, starting now. The Jets? The Jets are seventh. Um, the yep. Cowboys? They are fifth. That's 20 yards. Dan, you could take – You got. that's the first down. Uh, the, 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 the Titans. That's the correct. De- the Broncos. The Broncos are incorrect. However, you did gain a first down because it was – so it is first and 10. You gained 20 yards. It is first and 10 at the five. The correct answer is – I don't know why neither of you said this, especially you, Dan. The Chargers. Oh, yeah. The, the I ba- because I thought all that was done by the Patriots DST. No, no, no. This is – I just want to know the top seven defenses, total team defense, that allowed the most points. Not, yeah, well, if the DST scores the points, no, 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 the but this is not didn't yeah, allow them. This isn't a fantasy football question. This is just tell me the top seven defenses that allowed the in points per game. Fewest uh, and highest points per game. Chargers, Titans, Bears, 49ers, Cowboys, Cards, Jets. Either way, Sam, first and ten first and five, first and goal at the five. All right. Well, let's do a five yard uh run with the running backs. Your question is which player had the most unexpected rushing yards on a single rush in week 13. So similar question to what we just had, but instead of catches, yards after catch, it's yard, it's rushing yards. And that was a run. Is it Melvin Gordon, Wayne Gallman, Alvin Kamara, or Aaron Jones? 
Let's go with Wayne Gallman. Aaron Jones. Wayne Gallman is incorrect. He <sighs> was expected to gain. Aaron Jones. Yeah, I heard you. Don't worry. We'll get to you. Wayne Gallman was expected to gain three yards, and he gained 60. However, Aaron Jones was expected to gain five yards and gained 77. So that is correct. It is second and 10 at the 10. All right, 10 yard, 10 yard run. Uh, radical receivers. Your question is which player had the highest average cushion in week 13? Anthony Fersker, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, or Debo Samuel? Debo Samuel. Marvin Jones. Both of you are incorrect. Oh, come on. <laughs> Corey Davis. Had the highest average cushion at 9.3 yards per play. So they were 9.3 yards. Had such a good game. Yeah, he had a great game. So it is third and 10 at the 10. All right, let's do a, a 10 yard pass. Uh, potent, potent passers. I will tell you there are no more week 13 questions for potent passers. Bruh. So you're good? It's a week 12 question. All right. Well, I'll try. All right. Through 12 weeks. So this is through three quarters. Uh, This is because it's last season, so it was our third quarter questions. Is this a pass or a run? I'm sorry. This is a pass. Okay. Through 12 weeks, which quarterback has the lowest completion probability on a single completed pass? And I can tell you it's through through 13 weeks. It's still the same answer either. So – which quarterback has the lowest completion probability on a single completed pass? It's single digits. I can tell you that. So this, this quarterback had a single-digit percent chance of completing a pass. And it is a, a – cor- Cam Newton? That is incorrect. Sam? You were about to drop a hint there. It's a, it's a, it's it's a quarterback. A, I'm just going to say it's a quarterback, that, like a, an established quarterback that we know, but maybe not as – it's just a, it's a quarterback who's been around for a long time. Not like a super long time. I can't tell you, but it's a quarterback. It's a name, and it's kind of a surprising answer. As a lowest? Oh, man. So it's, in other words, a, he had, and this was a 20-yard touchdown. He completed a 20-yard touchdown on, I'll even tell you, he had a 6.2% chance to complete it. That's the one-minute warning. That's the one-minute warning. He yeah. had a 6.2% uh-huh. chance to complete it, and he gained, completed well, let's it. Let's go with Ben Roethlisberger. Incorrect. It is Joe Elite Flacco. So his fourth and ten from the ten with one sixty seconds left in the game. Kick a field goal. Kick a field goal. Dan, you can take if you answer. <laughs> he needs to answer two. So if you answer six of these correctly, he will not score here, and you'll get the ball back with time on the clock. The question, okay. their question is, name the top seven kickers in field goal attempts in week. 13. Young Wei Ku. 10 yards you've taken away? Uh, Can I name teams? No. These are kickers. You should know the kickers. Uh, well, all right. The guy on the Patriots. Uh, What's his oh, name? Oh, oh, oh. What is his name? <laughs> I can tell you that none of the, there is no player on the Patriots. So, Sam, that is incorrect. <laughs> it was Nick Folk. Nick Folk. That's right. 
So the top seven, by the way, Dan, you're going to get the ball back at the 10. You need 90 yards, and you'll have 39 seconds. Harrison Butker, okay. Jason Sanders, Greg Zerline, Young-Hoo Koo, Dustin Hopkins, Justin Tucker, Kaimi Fairbairn, and Dan Bailey were the top seven in attempts. So, Sam, it is still 7 nothing in your favor. Dan, it is first and 10, after 10. With What's the longest play I can go for? You can go for a Hail Mary. That's a, yeah, let's do it. But if you <laughs> – but there's time on it. You, you, or you can do a 30-yard play, which is a turnover. Let's do a 30-yard play. We'll get in range. All right. But just so you know, if you get it wrong, it's a turnover at the 10-yard line. <laughs> so, 30 yards. Okay. If he gets it wrong? If, you, if he does a 30-yard play, which it sounds like he's going to do, and you get it right, it's a turnover at the 10-yard line. If not, it's All a right. 30-yard 30, 30 run, and we'll do a running back. Your question is, which offensive player ran the most yards on a single play in week 13? Was it Aaron Jones, Gunnar Ozletsky on the Patriots, Naheem Hines, or Tyler Boyd? Gunnar Ozletsky. What? How do you say his name? No, no, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd. That's what he's trying to say. All right. And I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Tyler Boyd. All right, well, I don't know what I was supposed to do here. You said Tyler Boyd, you said Aaron Jones. You did say Gunnar Olszewski. That is correct, but you changed your answer, and I'll keep that. I, 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 no, 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 I, I, I didn't say it. I was telling no, 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 no. He, he said it, but then he changed it, and I'll count the change. So it, it is Gunnar Olszewski. He ran 110.8 yards on a 61-yard punt, but – Neither of you got it correctly because Sam decided to change his answer for no real reason. It is. All right. I'm going back to that, that, that three, anticipated three yards. No, 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 he's trying to waste time. All right. Don't worry. I stopped, I stopped the clock after every, every time. You got 26 seconds left. So another 30-yard run? Yeah. Out of? We'll, we'll, stick with, we'll stick with running back. All right. This is the last running. This is the last week 13 question. Which running back? And I can give you a hint for what team he's on. Ran the fastest in week 13 with the ball in his hands. So, again, Amazon Web Services, they track all their miles per hour. This player was a Colts running back, and he ran the fastest in week 13. Is it uh, – No, Taylor. you have to let me – do you want me Wait, to – Why are you giving me what team it is? Because it's, it's just the way the question is designed. Which Colts running back ran the fastest, also because the top two fastest players in week 13 were Colts? Which Colts running back ran the fastest in week 13? Jordan Wilkins, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, or Marlon Mack? Jonathan Taylor! Is incorrect. Jonathan Taylor is incorrect. Naheem Hines, then. Unfortunately, Naheem Hines is correct. And that means it is first and 10. Back at the 10, Sam. Wait, are you sure? I sure. I thought I thought it was uh, Raheem Morse, Morse that. No, yeah. no, you looked at full season. You have to go into week thirteen. Oh. Week thirteen. Naheem Hines. Wait a minute, are you are you looking at your freaking computer while you do this? No, he he was probably studying before. Naheem Hines yeah, <laughs> ran twenty one point eight five miles per hour. Jonathan Taylor ran twenty one point six. So Naheem Hines, the faster of the two. First and ten oh. at the ten with eighteen seconds left. All right, let's try to run the ball. Ten yard run. All right. Uh, and let's go, uh, Dallas defenders. 
Your question is, which player had the fastest sack in week 13? Was it Cleland Farrell, Javon Hargrave, Lawrence Guy, or Aaron Donald? Javon Hargrave. Incorrect. Dan, you can push him back Lawrence, 10 yards. Lawrence Guy. Also incorrect. Both of those players had over – it took them over three seconds. Cleland Farrell had the first and third fastest sack in week 13, 2.87 seconds from the snap of the ball. How many times during this game has Sam and I both been able to answer questions and both gotten them wrong? Probably the majority of the game. Second and 10, 12 seconds left. What would you like to do, Sam? 10-yard run. <laughs> Why not? Dauntless defenders. All right. Your question is, which – and this is the last week 13 question for Dauntless defenders. Which Seahawk ran the most yards to make a single tackle in week 13? Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers, Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, or K.J. Wright? Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers. Both of you are incorrect. There are 10 seconds left. It is third and 10 <laughs> at the 10. All right, third yard. Uh, How do I send the house? I want to send everybody. You're doing fine. You're answering as quick as you can. You just have to answer correctly. We have to yeah, but how uh, do I take yard. the ball away from him? Uh, he has to call a 20- or 30-yard play. 10-yard. Yeah. 10-yard. Hey, you're up by seven points. You're going to win the game. Why don't you call a 30-yard play? Why don't you be a man? 10-yard <laughs> <Ten> pass. <laughs> Boom, passer. Uh, I will remind you there are no more week. This is a week 11 question. Oh, no, 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 no. All right, what do you want to do? Are there, are there no more in any category? Uh, Don, uh, spectacular special teams? Yes. Uh, no. No. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Phone passes. All right. This which, is a, which long snapper <laughs> delivered the. No, there's the, I will tell you, I made their questions particularly easy this week, but whatever. Potent passers, this is a week 11 question. 10-yard pass, no multiple choice. 10 seconds left in the game. Which quarterback had the lowest anticipated completion percentage on a single completed pass in week 11? Week 11? Yes. Let's go with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how you knew that, but that is correct. <laughs> and that is a touchdown. And it is – there are – I will tell you this, though, Dan. There are five seconds left. <laughs> Can you – what was the question again? The lowest? So it's the same question we asked earlier. The lowest anticipated completion percentage on a completed pass. Aaron Rodgers on a 47-yard completion to uh, Marque, Marquez Valdez-Gantling had a 12.1% anticipated completion percentage. So it is 14 to nothing. Dan, five seconds left. You can hail Mary. And then answer within a second, and then Hail Mary, and then Hail Mary again for a tie. <laughs> so, I got a Hail Mary, then onside kick. All right, so Dan, this is this is where it stands. Five seconds left. You got to get a Hail Mary, and then an onside kick, which is ostensibly a Hail Mary, and then another Hail Mary. <laughs> so, All right, let's do it. All right. And Sam, I will remind you guys, uh, I will remind you guys that if you answer correctly, whoever answers incorrectly, it's a, it's. So if Sam answers correctly, it's a touchback in the end zone. If Dan, you answer correctly, it's a touchdown. Dan, if you answer incorrectly, it's a touchback. So if you, you know what I mean. So Sam answers incorrectly, it's a touchdown. But he's probably not. Okay. Gonna, he's I, not going to answer. I, I think we know what's going to happen. Let's just ask the question. All right, there's five seconds, and Dan, uh, Dan, this is a good one for you because this is more historically speaking. With his two rushing touchdowns in week 13, 
Adrian Peterson became only the third player ever to score five or more touchdowns in a season 11 or more times behind Emmitt Smith and which other Hall of Fame running back? I'll give that all to you. I feel like this is too easy. I'm going to go with OJ. That is incorrect. That is the game. That is also incorrect. It is Marcus Uh, Allen. Marcus, Marcus Allen and Emmitt Smith and now Adrian Peterson have scored five or more touchdowns 11 or more seasons in 11 or more seasons. So, Sam, Dan, I am sorry that's a loss for you. Unfortunately, your second loss. Uh, but it was almost as close as the first one. I don't feel like I replacement refed you. But <laughs> hey, hey, Sam. Yeah. You seen uh, you seen Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, love it. Love that. So there's that there's that scene where where uh, uh, you know the Danny Ocean because George Clooney characters in the restaurant talking to Julia Roberts and and Andy Garcia comes back in and uh, Andy Garcia is kind of trying to assert himself. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, you know, I, I know everything that goes on in my hotels. And Clooney goes, oh, so those uh, the soap and the towels, I should put those back. And he kisses Julia Roberts' hand. He says, now those you can keep. You can have this win. I'll take the next one. <laughs> which, of course, for everyone that doesn't know, which is almost everybody listening, they are playing in the fantasy football playoffs in our league. So, anyways, Dan. Game, man. Thank you, for, thank you for playing. You're always welcome back. Sam, you have two minutes of uninterrupted time to say whatever you want, starting now. Uh, yeah, so it's the holiday season. So, so first of all, I want to watch everyone who's been on the show, who's listened to the show, who's cared about anything that we do here, a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And those who don't, a wonderful holiday season. I don't have much to say. Football is awesome. Talk what you're doing here is awesome. And Dan, you're going down this week in fantasy football. Like, there's no question about it. You can give me all the Steven Soderbergh Ocean movie references you want. You're going down. And that's the end of that. I don't need two minutes. I'm good. Go Giants. Thank you for that, Sam. And happy holidays to everyone listening as well. This was probably your most complete game so far, Sam. Proving that you really do get better with age. And I know nobody cares about our fantasy football teams but I wish both Sam and Dan good luck in their head-to-head matchup this weekend. As for my opponent, I wish you nothing but the worst on the fantasy football field. Nothing personal, of course. It's just business. So for Sam and Dan, a.k.a. Captain Balls, I'm Dale Tucker, reminding you that if you have cloudy or hazy headlights, you can use regular old toothpaste, with an old and unused toothbrush, of course, to clear your headlamps right up. Just a little elbow grease, and they'll be good as new. This has been a Tucker Punch production, and we're out. You're going to battle. You're going to fight. Win or lose, you're going to be all right. Regardless of the scoreboard, you can do anything that you work for. Do it for us. Do it for one another. Do it for yourself. And do it for each other. Regardless of the scoreboard. Regardless of the scoreboard. Scoreboard. I'm not gonna lie, they had us the first time We started slow, but we're always gonna finish fast It's gonna be hard, it's gonna be tough If you fall down, just get up And no matter what you're going through Your friends are there to help you With all the hard work you put in You might go out with this win You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight Win or lose, you're gonna be alright Regardless of the scoreboard